Just like we need to learn the letters of an alphabet before we can make words or we need to learn to walk before we can run, it's always important to learn the basics of any technology before we can master it. Same goes for automation, same goes for RPA, that is robotic process automation. So let's just do that today. Let's talk about the ABCD of RPA in this second episode of RPA for Everyone podcast. My name is Ash. Welcome to the show. First off, if this is the first time you have heard the word RPA, then let me start with a very basic definition. RPA stands for Robotic Process Automation and a very simple way of explaining what it does is it's a technology that allows us to create software programs that can interact with computer systems just like a human would like clicking mouse on a certain area on a monitor and typing certain keystrokes in certain text fields or web pages etc another important part of that definition is that even though the name contains the word robotic there is not an actual physical mechanical robot involved in this technology Imagine a tiny robot that lives inside the computer just in software form, not in an actual physical form. And that robot on a human's command goes and performs certain actions on behalf of the human. So we don't need to imagine a web form or a web page that is automatically being typed without us touching the computer or the mouse. That's what robotic process automation in action looks like. I hope that gives you a little bit of an idea of what RPA does and how it's not really physical robots doing stuff on a computer, sitting in front of a computer and typing with their mechanical fingers. None of that's happening with robotic process automation. It all lives inside a computer. So let's move on to the ABCD of RPA. I came up with this acronym because it's easy to remember and also it's very relatable to someone who's starting something new. Like when we learn a new language, we just always start with the alphabet. In here, the ABCD letters represent the four important pillars on which you can build a successful RPA career. This is what the episode is about. We will briefly consider what the letters stand for and then in future episodes, we will delve into each of those letters, that is each of those pillars of the ABCD framework in detail. So let's see what the letters actually stand for. A is obviously for automation. No prizes for guessing that. I've already covered a little bit of what automation does. And just to add to that, uh, when we build these automation programs, they tend to make really few mistakes, which then drives up the efficiency. So we just have to develop or write the program once and it will do the exact same task over and over again without making any mistakes unless there are certain scenarios that we have missed to cover. So of course we can get into the details of that in future episodes. But uh, if we can define a happy path scenario where everything just works and the robot will do it much faster than a human could. So then that only leaves us leaves out the areas that where more cognitive decision making is required, such as something that a robot cannot anticipate in advance and a human intervention is required. There are more complex scenarios in, in the space of robotic process automation and we will see them in the future. Just a little bit of history on RPA. 
it developed from um, very basic scripting mechanisms that used to exist maybe like a couple of decades ago when I started learning or working. I'm, I'm showing my age now, but uh, when I started working, um, I've seen some uh, scripts in place which, which used to automate uh, backend processes. And many of the people I work with who have been in the industry for much longer, they've seen automation in different forms uh, that wasn't exactly robotic process automation, but they, they were automation programs in their own right. Now, that has since changed. And when the robotic process automation became popular, it gave rise to these very sophisticated software programs that we now call RPA tools. There are quite a few uh, competitors or quite a few service providers, technology providers in the RPA space now. And they are constantly evolving every month, every day, every week. In the next episode that is dedicated to A for automation, we will see what platforms what competitor uh, companies have RPA tools available in the market, what they are and how they are compared or um, what are the uh, what are the sources, resources that you can use and access to get more information about each of these companies, or each of these software programs. We will also cover the types of automation that there are. There is something called attended automation. There is something called unattended automation. And we'll see how they are different to each other. We will also look into what intelligent automation means, because if you are in the professional circle with some of the people who work in this automation space, you might have heard the keyword intelligent automation being thrown around. We will talk about what the intelligent automation really means and what all it encompasses in today's day and age. All of that to cover in A for automation. Let's move on to B. B stands for business analytics. The business analytics field itself is vast and there is so many different forms or different flavors of what a BA can do. BA is business analyst, a person who sits between different stakeholders and designs or helps design a process or optimize a process. So business analyst can come in different shapes and forms. In the context of RPA, an RPA business analyst's job is to facilitate conversation between the RPA developer or RPA team and the business team, which would include the business owner, product owner, and also SMEs, which stands for subject matter expert. In this context, an SME would be a person who's manually currently doing the job that is supposed to be automated. So. Uh, the SMEs, they come from a process expertise side and they bring all the knowledge to the table about how the process currently runs. And then the job of the business analyst is to understand that fully and then to transform it into a newer, more optimized process that can be automated either completely or partially, depending on if there's uh, any manual intervention may be required. And we will also get into the details of that in the future episode, which is fully focused on B is for business analyst. So why do we need to talk about the business analysis side of RPA if uh, we are only interested in learning about the RPA technology? Now, that question is a bit nuanced because there is quite a few aspects of robotic process automation space that don't really work like a typical software development project that that we've always worked in. Traditionally, a business analyst would never be involved directly in 
building the technology components but they will they will be only required to understand uh, the process and i don't speak for every field so it may be different for certain fields so there's that asterisk you need um, or drop it in the comments tell me uh, what i'm missing here but it also worked on the other end where a business while a business analyst was uh, never you know really sitting down and writing code for a software program the developer also never needed to interact with the other side of the things they would just get the requirements and they would build the software that was required to be built in rpa it's not that simple because the process has many nuances that cannot be covered at a very high level diagram or even sometimes with detailed diagrams uh, that go quite deep to explain how the process works uh, what happens as a byproduct is that some of the questions when they come up and the developer has a question for them they are left with you know dealing with the SMEs individually and that's not to discredit the work that BAs do but because sometimes it's just simpler to just go get in touch with the SME understand that little bit of nuance about that process and then build it accordingly BA is involved in this process but there is a uh, direct in one-to-one -one communication required a lot of times between developer and the SME and that's why for a developer and for a business analyst to work together and to understand how this dynamic really works I think it's very important for anyone no matter which role you want to play in the robotic process automation space whether it's a developer or a business analyst or an architect i i think it's really really important to understand how business analysis works in the context of rpa so that you can understand and work with how the roles are separated and yet very very tightly integrated very tightly coupled with each other so that you can deliver a successful outcome for the customer Let's move on to the next one, C. C is for communication. <laughs> I know you didn't see that coming because it's not really a technical requirement. It's not something that you can just open a portal on, you know, one of the academy courses for uh, any RPA provider and just understand or learn how communication works in RPA. I believe communication is important because it's not just about communicating in a certain language like English or any regional language where particularly you may be working in the world. But by communication, I mean uh, the ability or the skill of communicating ideas or getting ideas out of people, getting them to communicate with you. This pillar C, that is communication, works really closely with pillar B that is business analytics because as I said before um, the BA field in RPA works slightly differently to how typical BA role functions we as developers or any other stakeholders we might be in required to speak with people who come from very different backgrounds so someone who works in a finance team someone who works in HR team they use very different languages in terms of what their domains or what their fields are you know one abbreviation in finance might mean something entirely different in HR and their keywords are different and you 
uh, as a developer or as a business analyst you may be required to understand how their context works and then you know work within that to develop the process so the experience changes every time you start a new process so even though you know your skill set is the same your technology skill set is the same it's going to be a different conversation every time you start a new automation project and that's why um, communication to adapt yourself adapt your own language to meet the requirements or to get into the right mindset to understand the process that you're trying to automate i believe it's really important to get the communication right and unfortunately because like i said there's not a course that can teach you to do this it just takes a lot of skill um, practice and it takes a bit of time as well so when you are considering getting into automation in any role again ba developer technical architect they all at some point need to work on this part uh, they so communication is definitely uh, in my books an important one to nail down properly and finally d d is for development the one that you've been waiting for for the entire video development forms the core of the rpa industry of course because everywhere you look you will just find technical tutorials about every little thing that exists for any software so you just you just need to consider the software that you want to learn you just put in the keywords on youtube and you'll get detailed uh, youtube tutorials from five minute videos to two hour long videos dealing with everything getting into the details of every little uh, you know nook and cranny of that software program you could have the most specific problem in the world but there's almost always a solution to it you can go to forums you can go to youtube and you'll find a solution to the exact situation that you might be in and these tutorials these videos will definitely help you solve the problem just try it on youtube or any of the forums depending on what tool you're using now when we get to the d for development episode we will get into the different technologies on which the rpa tools are based and also what programming languages might come in handy if you want to learn uh, to be an rpa developer you don't really necessarily need to be you uh, might actually just want to learn the basics of rpa you may just trying to be a citizen developer which is a term that we will cover in future episodes of course but a citizen developer in short is someone who d doesn't really come from a technical background like a programming background but they they can use certain parts of these rpa software programs so that without knowing any programming languages they can actually build simple basic automations for themselves and make their jobs easier so we will look into that as well but uh, if you're looking into getting into a hardcore um, RPA development, then we will cover what technology, what programming languages may be helpful for you to know or if you can learn a little bit of basics on that. So we will get into the details of that in the D for development episode. We've seen the ABCD of RPA so far, but we've only uh, delved into what each letter stands for. We will need the next few episodes to get into the why that is why do we need to understand or master each of these pillars to build a successful career in automation and that's why i strongly believe that the next few episodes will help you 
get into the right mindset and build a successful career in robotic process automation space. I wish you good luck and I'll see you on the next one.